the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looks like another happy ending for Deshaun Watson. Yep, he got a six-game suspension from Sue L. Robinson. Uh, She's a former U.S. District Judge. She was the arbiter in the case uh, between the union and the league. She said it's the most egregious case of nonviolent sexual conduct ever reviewed by the NFL. And in case you didn't know, Watson was accused of sexual assault and or harassment by 24 massage therapists down in Texas who claimed he tried to force them to give him a lot more than what's expected in a massage. He claims he never did anything wrong, but he settled with 23 of the 24 women. The 24th will probably settle. Six games without pay seems like a pretty harsh sentence, but the Browns were smart. Uh, when they signed him to a $230 million guaranteed contract, they kept the first year's salary really low, so it'll cost him $57,000 a game. Well, he's going to be making over $2 million a game beginning next season, so you can see the difference. You can see why they did it the way they did. But if the women end up with six-figure settlements, which you would expect them to get, he's going to be out several million dollars. He's going to be, uh, he, and he's also already missed out and will continue to miss out on millions of dollars in endorsements. Although you can be pretty sure that there are women in Cleveland right now uh, buying Deshaun Watson jerseys, either for themselves or for their sons or maybe even their daughters. Uh, the league can appeal this ruling, which means Roger Goodell, the commissioner, could make it a lot longer. And he's going to have to think about the PR hit that the NFL is going to take everywhere but Cleveland for only suspending him for six games. This is a great deal for Watson and a great deal for the Browns if it stays at six. Watson was never charged with a crime, even though the case went before a grand jury in Texas. And the women are getting paid off. So uh, everybody except fans and even, I guess, non-NFL fans around the uh, country should be happy. It should be embarrassing to fans of the Browns and the people in Cleveland to have the face of the NFL team for the next who knows how many years being associated with this. But keep in mind, um, there are large numbers of grown men who dress up in dog suits to go to Browns games. So, you know, not easily embarrassed. They've never been to a Super Bowl. They haven't won a championship since 1964. And the winningest quarterback in their football stadium, in their home stadium, is Ben Roethlisberger. That's how bad the Browns have been. So if the if Jack the Ripper could get the Browns to the Super Bowl, the fans there would probably be, I'm not probably, they'd be okay with it. Uh, the NFL's had serious problems with bad PR created by bad off-the-field behavior by players, but uh, the league also has an owner, remember, uh, who got in trouble at a massage parlor a couple of years ago, and there was no penalty for him. That would be Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots. Well, the players and their union are going to be very interested in whether or not Watson's penalty goes beyond six games, especially after what didn't happen to Kraft. If Deshaun Watson is back playing in Game 7, it will have been a year and a half since he's played a game. And with everything that he has put the NFL through and everything that the Browns have done to keep him employed, he better be good. If the Browns get anything less than a Super Bowl out of this, it was a bad deal for them. And speaking of bad deals, in our second half hour, we're going to talk about, let's get a little sports angle here, we're going to talk about whether the United States should make a deal with Russia to get Brittany Griner out of prison. The answer is no. But when we come back after the break, we're going to get a West Coast, Mest Coast update. And as you can imagine, it's messed up. Stick around. My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? Couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it. 
And after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. And then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different. I mean, they go back to college, learn new instruments, start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Snarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Stoggerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 690 4040. That's 1 800 690 4040. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 690 4040. That's 1 800 690 4040. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Now around here, we think it's a good idea to keep an eye on the West Coast uh, because it prepares us for the encroachment of insanity and stupidity. Most of it seems to start out there. That's why we like to bring on Victoria Taft of uh, PJ Media every now and then. She's the purveyor of West Coast, Mest Coast. She's also the host of the Adult in the Room podcast, and she joins us now. Good to have you back on again, as always, uh, Victoria. Thanks. It's always good to be in Stagger World. Yes, it, well, sometimes it is, but I'm, it's nice of you to say that. Um, <laughs> that varies, but we'll get it. Well, that's another subject. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's start with uh, San Francisco and uh, Los Angeles losing more people than any other cities in the country. First of all, what took so long, and was there a last straw, do you think, or has there been a, a last straw that really got people up and moving? Well, it's interesting. It's all COVID-related. Well, some of it is. And other parts of it are the fact that Democrats will not listen to any other points of view. And it all started um, sometime back 
And in fact, it started such that California has already lost a congressional district in the state as a result of this loss of population. People are going to places where they're more respected, have more autonomy, don't have to pay as much, and their kids are not predated upon by local politicians who want to jump them into some sort of trans cult. I have a friend, I just thought of this now, uh, I have a friend who lives out there. He's a Pittsburgh guy who first moved to Boulder, uh, lived there for several years, and his daughter and granddaughters live in L.A., so... He moved out there. He bought a. Uh, he rents a really nice place on the beach, and he's been there. I, he was. He told me he was happy, and uh, and the last time I talked to him, he said, "I don't know why anybody lives here." He's had it. Uh, he's only well, there because he loves being because of his granddaughters. But he said, "If they weren't here, I'd be out here the next day." So it didn't take him long to, for to, to get. And he lives on the beach, by the way. Well, and and the beach is beautiful. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure what do you know what beach he lives on? Uh, no, I'm not sure, but it's a nice one. Um, and well, thing is, is that California is a beautiful state. I think we can all agree uh, that it's from Yosemite to American River to the Sierra to the beautiful environs of La Jolla to Baja. I mean, all down the West Coast, California and Baja California, which is in Mexico, is they're beautiful. Problem is that on those beaches where your friend lives, the state and local officials have also green-lighted a bunch of weirdos, knockabouts, and ne'er-do-wells to pitch a tent and sleep wherever they want. Yep. For, for example, in Venice Beach, and I'm not sure why anyone would live there anymore, uh, there are hot and cold running uh, you know, homeless camps. On the beach. Mm-hmm. This is where, this is Muscle Beach. This is the place where they made the Arnold Schwarzenegger film all those years ago to make him a thing. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful California beaches, the beach policy whereby people had full access to the beaches, irrespective of private property ownership. Uh, well, those private pro- those beaches now are everybody's, for sure. And there are no rules or anything. Sure, they occasionally will sweep the, the uh, homeless camps and that sort of thing. But the fact of the matter is, it's all comers, all things, anything goes. And that's why your friend doesn't want to live on the beach anymore, because people are crazy. Well, he told me that when he's riding, he rides a bike just about every day, goes for long bike rides on the beach, and he, he told me if people could hear the thoughts in my head when uh-huh. I see some of the people that are hanging around on the beach, he said that's, it's, it's unbelievable. And by the way, uh, uh, Victoria, you do remember they did a really good job of preventing <laughs> preventing that guy from paddle boarding 300 yes. yards out in the ocean during COVID. I think he, I don't know if they got him for doing that or doing it without a mask. I forget which it was. He was not properly socially distanced, and then he evaded police who, for some reason, were sent to get him. Yeah. Um, and this was, I think it was, I wrote that story, and, and I yeah. think it was in Malibu, if I'm not mistaken. And it was just the dumbest thing. I mean, truly, oh. uh, the, it's, it's, it's uh, probably almost as dumb as those U.K. Guardian authorities who went to pick on that man for retweeting a tweet that upset trans activists in the U.K. Yeah, I saw That's that on Twitter. That's just the last day or two? Yeah. Yeah, That's off the subject, absurd. but uh, explain what that is, because I saw that, and, and it, I, I saw the video, but I wasn't able to pick up exactly what happened. Yeah, I know. Me too. I, I, this is what I know. The United Kingdom um, has a, you know, uh, they have rules against people hurting other people's feelings, and right. that's working out real well. Yeah. And so, as a result, <laughs> the, they picked on the trans community in this way. Uh, they, this one gentleman tweeted out a photograph of a Nazi symbol done in the rainbow flag. It was a. Oh. It was not not very nice, but mm-hmm. it's not like it because he was uh, complaining about the fact that this is a fascist organization and that you cannot speak your mind freely, lest you get rolled up by the cops for whatever reason. And indeed, he just proved the point because the guy who retweeted it's the guy who retweeted it that got they put him handcuffs. The they put him in handcuffs. Yeah, yeah this is a, this is fascism. That's just really scary. Well, anyway, um, back to our subject here. Um, New York and Washington, D.C. are right behind uh, San Francisco and L.A., and I think Seattle is in fifth place. 
Yes. And I remember when people who wanted a better life headed west. Where are these people heading? Do you have any idea? Is there a- yeah, as a matter well, yeah, they are going to places where North Carolina, they're going to Tennessee, they're going to um let's see, I don't have that list in front of me, for goodness sake. I I didn't keep that list because they're every place but the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, people do like San Diego, mm-hmm. uh, but they, that's still run and ruled by the authoritarians in Sacramento. So, but no, there are other, other places that do not have Democrat-run states, and they are places that do not have Democrat, Democrat mayors, police chiefs, and prosecutors who don't prosecute crimes. So they're leaving those places because the fundamental thing, John, for mayors, leaders, that this is their number one job is to keep people safe, keep the peace. Mm -hmm. And what they've done is they've done everything to create chaos and to make people feel more unsafe. Purposely? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. Why? No, I do. I think. Why? Well, I think part of the, I mean, because I think they want to, they're disruptors, they're chaos creators, and they don't like the fact that just certain elements of the population feel uncomfortable on a nightly basis. For example, when I was living in California and there was a gang war and my husband and I happened to live in a house that for whatever reason was in between the different areas, we had shootouts on the, on, in our neighborhood, which was a really nice neighborhood in Encinitas. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, the thought is that, I mean, I, I immediately thought, gee, you know, this, I now feel exactly what a mother feels who's got a kid she's trying to protect. I had army crawled to my kid to get her out of bed. You know, we slept mm-hmm. into the hall yeah. for days. And, and you know, South, or South Central mothers probably went through this every weekend. You know, the kids got a little crazy. The gangbangers got a little nuts. So if they want to visit that kind of uh, fear and, and loathing, if you will, on people of all ilks, of people in every neighborhood. They want to make everyone equally disturbed. They want, uh, they want Section 8 housing in areas where people would ordinarily flee to to get away from the criminal element, and they want it everywhere. It is all part of getting rid of the suburbs, John. That's what this is all about. It's all about making people uncomfortable so that they, for whatever reason, can stay, uh, keep people divisive, they can keep people divided, they can keep people in uh, camps in which they will never be able to find comedy with another group, and this is what they want. There's no plan, by the way, after that. There's no plan to make things better. The left has never had a plan. They, it's always about, as Hillary Clinton's uh, thesis went in college, there's only the fight. It's only about the conflict. That's, for whatever reason, their aim. Does the con- by, by, by having the conflict and the chaos, then... That makes it easier for them to um, the rule. Yeah, they, because they, they say you power. need us. Look how look how terrible things are. You you need but us to keep are, this under control. Things things are terrible. And by the way, that guy in the UK, how dare you uh, parade upon the the trans community? How dare you do that? So therefore, it's that kind of conflict that keeps them in power. The rest of us feel like, oh, they're going to call me a racist or they're going to call me an ist or a phobe of some sort. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the people who have manners and and who are, uh, you know, know how to comport themselves, they feel like, well, I don't want anybody calling my name. They're going to cancel me. They're going to make sure that I can't get a job. They're going to, you know, scrub me off social media. That's what they've been doing. This is what they've been doing. The aim is to shut the nice people up and elevate the mean people. That's really basically what they're doing. I don't know why they're doing it except for chaos and power. I mean, that makes no sense. They it's, have no plan. No, it's uh, it's they, it's very it's it's very bizarre. It's uh, they have no plan, John. They got no plan. Well, except uh, chaos. We're talking to Victoria Taft of PJ Media and the Adult in the Room podcast, and also West Coast Mest Coast. We'd like to check in with Victoria every couple of weeks just to see what's going on out there. It's pretty sick. Who is the um, who is the aptly named Scott Weiner? Oh, good God! Scott Weiner is a Democrat. He's a state senator in the California State Senate. This is a guy who's, I think, almost the most. Per- he's probably the most perverted, and I mean that in all respects. 
uh, lawmaker in the state of California, and there's some real weirdos in there. This is a guy, a gay legislator from San Francisco, who thinks nothing of just giving the big ole to any and all weird kinds of legislation. He's done some pretty good legislation, I suppose, and uh, things that you and I would say, well, you know, that's typical Democrat. And then also, he's, he's also, uh, I can remember back in the day when Scott Weiner was the one who wanted to protect men in the uh, Tenderloin District, I think it was, to continue to dine naked in front of everyone. And, and he says, well, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll come up with some sort of compromise. And the compromise will be that if these guys are coming to the restaurants and they're sitting in the outdoor seating, they have to put a towel down. I mean, and uh, he doesn't like lawns. He's, he's part and parcel of the weirdest of the weird California lawmakers. Anyway, and, so and he here keeps, we are. And so, he keeps getting reelected. Oh, of course. He's from San Francisco. Of course yeah. he does. Now, of course, he's supporting the uh, idea that uh, it's SB 107, which uh, would allow parents to be divided, here we go again, mm-hmm. from their children. And what California has done is set up its plan to become an abortion and trans trans uh, sanctuary state. So if kids, for whatever reason, are not, uh, if something happens and the U.S. Supreme Court said, says that, you know what, trans rights are states' rights, which in fact may happen at some point in the future. Um, you know, this is this kind of thing that we, we don't in the federal federal courts even consider and deal with. And so what he's setting up is a sanctuary for these kids, and so he's got a, he's got a plan whereby uh, the parents throughout the country who don't want their children sterilized because of gender dysphoria, according to the uh, California Family Council, they'd be able to, they'd be able to come to California and, um, and get that stuff done. For yeah. example, you'd be able to get... Uh, get your son castrated or your daughter's you breasts get, removed right. if you need to. Exactly, exactly. All of that in California and not be able to tell your parents and would not tell parents. And in fact, they get a judge to take custody of your child, a judge to take custody, a temporary emergency jurisdiction by a judge over your child and be able to do all of that irrespective of what mom and dad want. And that's essentially, it's it's encouraging kidnapping is what it is. Because the parent doesn't have to be there. Uh, Anyone can take a kid to California under SB 107. We'll see if it passes. California is pretty nuts. It might. It just might. But again, this guy will be reelected. Um, I of only ha- will. I have about two minutes left, and so it turns out I don't have enough time to cover everything that I wanted to talk to you about. But sorry. Um, what about <laughs> let's let's see if we can cover the girls and boys of Portland who aren't allowed to be called boys and girls anymore by the people who are not allowed to be called their mom and dad. What about them? Uh, this is a, refers to the state and the information that they're teaching kindergarten through fifth graders in the city of Portland, in the Portland Public Schools. Chris Russo uh, got documents and uh, an expose revealing the curriculum for these programs in which they called it K-5 through health. And teachers are told to eliminate the terms girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen, mom and dad, and boyfriend and girlfriend in favor of terms I read here, such as people, folks, F-O-L-X, guardians, mm-hmm. and um, them friends. Um, this is just a continuation of the effort by the left to separate a person's literal body from their personhood. Mm-hmm. And person, personhood is what the law oversees. Um, and this has divided the, according to, you know, Nancy Piercy in her book, Love Thy Body, and she's done an excellent job on this. And, and basically what it means is they can make laws concerning your personhood because we've ceded that to authorities through a series of Supreme Court cases, the first of which was Roe v. Wade, where they separated uh, personhood from humanity. Example. They said initially that, sure, a a baby is a human, but it's really not a person until we say it's a person. And so it is with parenthood, so it is with gender, so it is with marriage. Removed from the biological person, 
so that it leaves the state in control of defining what personhood is. You have been robbed of your fundamental rights from the Constitution. Your pre-political rights that you thought you had have been removed by the state. This is just, this Oregon law is just another example of how that is being manifested in the schools to separate children and their bodies from their personhood. In this case, their so-called gender. What their biological sex is not gender anymore. They've separated those two things. And and that's why it's called West Coast Mest Coast, and uh, that's where you can find uh, Victoria Taft at uh, PJ Media and Adult in the Room podcast. Always good to have you on. We'll talk soon, I hope. Will do. Thank you. That's Victoria you. Taft. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Eastern Kentucky, where more than two dozen people are confirmed dead from last week's flooding and many remain missing, is getting more bad weather. Rainfall rates of one to two inches per hour are possible. Governor Andy Bashir. Next couple days are going to be hard. We've got rain and maybe even a lot of rain that's going to hit the same areas. Please pray for the people in these areas. Meanwhile, the recovery continues, as do the rescues. The National Guard using helicopters and boats to rescue stranded people. General Daniel Hokinson. But our air crews have done amazing work to get in there. In fact, they rescued over 400 people by helicopter. Besides so many destroyed homes, the floodwaters took out roads and bridges. I'm Julie Walker. Stocks remain lower. The Dow is down 92 points. The Nasdaq off 34. This is SRN News. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-859-6688. That's 800-859-6688. The fight for the unborn is raging in our country. The Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, clearing the way for many states to ban or severely limit abortion. The debates have never been stronger. During this critical time, the award-winning film The Matter of Life cuts through the rhetoric and hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. The Matter of Life. Stream it today at SalemNow.com and have your own life transformed as you watch The Matter of Life. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees the administration digging a hole. We have a strong labor market, which you don't normally see in a recession. Uh, That is very uncommon. I'm no economist, but I I took a couple of courses in grad school, and uh, two quarters of negative growth has always been the recession. Do they think that if they whistle past the graveyard, the ghosts won't come and get them? America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Stockerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. Summer is here and the open road awaits. This is John Stoggerwald and Pitt Cycles has what you're looking for. Choose from a huge selection of 136 models from Indian, Triumph, KTM, Royal Enfield, and more. Plus, some big exciting changes coming just around the bend. Get your trade in value in seconds at PittCycles.com and see just how easy it is to take your ride to a whole new level. Pitt Cycles in Warrendale, next to Jurgles. Reserve now and beat the rush at PittCycles.com. Cycles! Answered the call. Together, we fought for our nation and its people. And even though I no longer wear the uniform, I am still a Marine. My service has come full circle. I will continue to support my country and my community. Then and now, Semper Fidelis remains my promise. Always faithful, always Marine. Whose rulebook do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rulebook and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. 
The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP. Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Look out for a couple of accidents this afternoon. Road A Road at 22. Also in Bloomfield, Penn Avenue at 45th Street. On the Parkway East, heavy delays on the outbound side from Glenwood up to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. A little busy inbound into the tunnel as well. Solid outbound 28 from Route 8 to Delafield Avenue. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Partly cloudy tonight. It'll be humid with a thunderstorm. We'll see a nighttime low of 68. Clouds breaking for some sunshine tomorrow with a thunderstorm in spots of the morning. Then becoming less humid. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 80. Clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 62. Mostly sunny Wednesday. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 88. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. AM 1250, The Answer. The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. Governor DeSantis evidently laid down the law with even the special ethics, said no vaccine mandates, and that ticked off Gavin Newsom, leading him to create an ad claiming that California is more free than Florida. Irony much, Governor Newsom? Breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250, The Answer. Inflation is soaring. Prices are going up everywhere except Legacy Box. That's right. When our number people wanted us to raise prices, we said heck no. That's un-American. When times get tough, Legacy Box stands strong. Introducing the Legacy Box Inflation Busters Sale. Not $15 a tape, not $12, 9 Yes, just $9 a videotape. We're in a race to save your family's recorded past from the risk of fires, natural disasters, and the decay of time. Don't let this summer's heat age your videotapes, film reels, and fade your photos. Legacy Box saves your memories by professionally converting all your analog formats to digital on thumb drive or the cloud. And it's all done here in the USA. Legacy Box is simple and safe with over a million satisfied customers. For a limited time, you can get started for just $9 a tape. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get our $9 sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get our $9 offer. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Oh, you wonder if Brittany Griner is going to stand for the national anthem the next time she hears it. She's one of the WNBA's biggest stars. A couple of years ago, after the George Floyd incident, she decided to stay in the locker room when the song was played. And I believe she said the anthem shouldn't be played before games because, well, who knows why. But anyway, right now she's in a Russian prison after getting caught with some marijuana vaping capsules at Moscow Airport. And she's begging Joe Biden to make a, dele- uh, make a deal to bring her home. Simon Hankinson is a former Foreign Service officer at the State Department. He says that would be a bad idea, and he joins us now. Simon, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Oh, it's great to be here, John. So she has been to court over there. Uh, is she still on trial as we speak? Uh, yeah, that's my understanding. Uh, the, these trials don't happen quickly. I think she had a hearing uh, last week. Uh, and uh, it's probably going to drag on for some time. So what are her chances of beating the rap? Well, uh, I I read that the percentage of people who are acquitted by Russian judges, and these are judge, not jury trials, is uh, like one-third of one percent. Not good. Um, (laughs) That's that's not good. How dumb was she to try to bring uh, uh, cannabis oil into, um, into Russia? Well, I don't like to use the word dumb. I mean, I, I think she probably thought that it was okay, given that it was uh, medical marijuana. It's probably legal in, in I don't know how many states in the U.S. And, you know, maybe she just wasn't thinking that day. Um, but unfortunately, you know, the, the Russians, kind of like the Saudis and the Thais and other countries, they, they don't really care about the motivations. Um, their laws are really harsh when it comes to drugs. You have some experience with this stuff. Um, do you think she would still be in prison over there if Russia and Ukraine were not at war? Does that have anything to do with this? Well, I, I do think it gives them a chip, obviously, if they're trying to negotiate for, for her to swap with some you know, guy like Victor Boot or, or some other guy that they want. But uh, there was another American, in fact, who was just arrested last year in 2021, about a year ago. He also had a little bit of medical marijuana 
and he got a 14-year sentence uh, by a Russian judge. So, you know, that was a year ago before the Russians invaded. I'm not sure that that has everything to do with it. So you, you mentioned that in the piece that you wrote at the Daily Signal, um, the difference between being uh, unlawfully detained, according to the U.S., and, and not. And the, the, the teacher you mentioned, I think it's a teacher, who got the 14-year sentence, there's he he I, I just kind of if you could explain the difference. I mean, I guess it's if you if you break one of their laws over there and you're convicted of it, there's not much the U.S. can do about it. You can't expect them to go by the laws you want them to go by. Yeah, I mean, there's every year there's something like 50 million Americans travel in a, in a normal year and a few thousand of them get arrested, um, sometimes with good cause, you know, because they did bad things. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the American standards just don't apply. So, uh, you know, in, in her case, um, I, I would suspect that I think she's pled guilty already. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, the system is just going to do what it's going to do. Yeah, like um, the wrongfully detained part of it, though, uh, she's claiming to have been wrongfully de- detained and the United States government agrees with that. If they would have decided that she wasn't wrongfully detained, she'd be at the mercy of the Russians, correct? Well, I mean, she still is at the mercy of the Russians. The difference is is uh, kind of a technical one in the sense that, um, you know, most people who are arrested are arrested in uh, you know, pursuant to local laws. There are some cases where it's just purely political, and uh, we consider that the, the foreign government is, is holding them hostage or doing something not in accordance with their law, and then we declare them wrongfully detained. We have a, uh, an officer at the, at the State Department. He's a special representative for hostage affairs. And we kind of kick into a, a higher gear to try to get them released as, as wrongfully detained individuals. It doesn't mean that we always succeed by any means, um, but it's just a different category that entitles you to a, a, maybe a higher level intervention. Well, would she qualify as a hostage right now? Well, you know, I'm not at the State Department anymore, and I'm not quite sure honestly why she is considered wrongfully detained as of may um and this other guy uh uh, mark fogel is not i don't really understand the difference between the two cases very similar in many ways they both had a small amount of marijuana um he as far as i'm aware is not considered wrongfully detained and he's looking at you know 13 years left of his sentence wow and could it have anything to do with Brittany griner being a somewhat famous basketball player well, I I do think that her fame um, and maybe the timing of the election cycle and maybe uh, the the need to to show that, that the Biden administration is doing something had something to do with it. Yeah. Now I uh, I the little story here. I traveled with the Steelers. I was covering sports, and the Steelers went to Japan about twenty years ago, and I was with the the traveling party. We flew over on I think there were two plane loads of charter, you know, uh, and. Um, when we arrived in Tokyo, they herded everybody into a, a giant ballroom in the hotel in Tokyo. And I don't know who the guy was. If he was, a, he might have been a government official. He might have been an NFL official, maybe with NFL security, somebody like that. He gave a little talk to everybody, and this was players, media, families, front office people, everybody in the traveling party. He said, "I want to make sure I let everybody understands this." And this was before everybody even went to their rooms, he told them this. They heard us into this big ballroom, and he said, if you get caught here in Japan with the smallest amount of marijuana, cocaine, any kind of drug like that, uh, you will not be coming home with us, and you, it will be at least a year before you even go to trial. You're not in the United States right now. If you have any of that stuff on your person, get rid of it. Because you're you're risking being disappearing for at least a year. Uh, that's stuck in my. I, I didn't have any of that stuff with me, but I thought I hope these players don't have it. I hope nobody has it because they made it pretty clear. It, it's not you're not in uh, Kansas. You know you're in Japan, and that was Japan, not Russia. Yeah, I mean the, the State Department guidance on Russia is pretty clear that uh, prison conditions are rough. That you're not necessarily going to get a completely fair trial i don't know whether she read that um you got to remember she was playing for a russian team in uh, yekaterinburg not for an american team so you know maybe she never got that really helpful briefing by the by the official which 
I think everybody traveling there for any reason ought to get before they go. I tend to doubt that, uh, Simon. I, I think if you're if you're with a team, it's very much in their interest that you don't get thrown in prison. They're paying you a lot of money. They brought you over there. They're going to tell you everything you shouldn't do. Uh, I, I'd be shocked if she was like ignorant of the fact. But um, and we're talking to Simon Hankinson. He's a former Foreign Service officer at the State Department. You can see his piece on this. The headline of which is "Trading for Brittany Griner or Other Prisoners Held Abroad Is Politically Expedient, But Ill-Advised." You can find that at thedailysignal.com. dot um, com. So, uh, how uh, are you aware of what kind of conditions she might be dealing with in a Russian prison right now? Well, the, the State Department describes those conditions as uh, pretty rough. You know, they're not going to be um, as clean. The food's not going to be what you would get probably in the worst jail in the United States. Um, I would suspect, given the, the importance of this case kind of internationally and the media attention it's getting, that they're going to be treating her relatively well. Um, and I know that the uh, in, in Moscow and, and wherever the nearest consulate is is going to be keeping a very close eye on it. And, uh, you know, I just want to say right now that for, for all the, the trouble she's gotten in, I, I personally believe that the simplest thing to do for the Russians would be to give her a you know, relatively minor slap on the wrist, given the tiny quantity she had, and uh, and send her home. But uh, unfortunately, that's it's not my call. Yeah, but um, I, I guess that's that's why I'm wondering, too, if the, the, the uh, Putin had just said today, I think it was, that the United States is Russia's biggest threat. So things are not good between... Uh, Putin and Biden right now. Um, is he going to milk this for everything he can? Is that what the, would that be which, what the State Department is expecting? Well, I mean, there's been rumors that he's uh, that the Russians. I don't know how far up it goes in the food chain, but that they're looking to try to trade somebody like this uh, this arms dealer Victor Boot uh, for her. I, I have no idea whether that's true or not. Um, and yeah, if they were going to negotiate, they are they tend to drive a pretty uh, hard bargain. What what um, are the uh, ramifications of dealing this uh, this terrorist um, uh, who's, who's who still has I think fifteen years left on his twenty five year sentence that he got trading him for a basketball player that doesn't seem like a good deal for for the United States. Well, you know, they're getting my cold piece, I mean, about it. Well, exactly, and we we don't want to be cold. If if I were Brittany Griner and her family, I w- I would say anything, do anything to to get out. So I totally understand, you know, what, what they're doing and saying. Mm-hmm. But if I'm the president of the United States, I've got to think, well, you know, what about the other 99 Americans that are held in foreign countries in sometimes questionable circumstances? And what about the, you know, the, the health and safety of every other American that's going to travel in the future? If the word gets out that, uh, you know, you, you grab one of us and you've got yourself um, a possible deal, um, then I, I think it does complicate things for, for the Biden administration and future administrations. It complicates things because uh, once you show that you're willing to make a deal, then 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 that just opens up the floodgates. Well, I mean, let, let's be clear: we're not dealing with uh, you know terrorists here. We don't, we, yeah. as a matter of policy, don't negotiate terror. This is a, a sovereign government. This is the, you know the Russians have their ways of doing things that are different mm-hmm. from ours. But right. you know, they're, they're, uh, <laughs> uh, their own country, and they have their own rules. Um, but I do think that. Uh, setting up any kind of negotiation. We've seen other countries, uh, particularly in, in uh, combat zones in, in Africa and uh, in the Middle East, other countries don't have our policy of not negotiating, and it ends up costing them a lot of money and a lot of credibility. And there, there by the way, there was a, a do not travel warning in effect for Russia before, this was, and this was before she went over there, and it was before, the, before Russia had invaded Ukraine. Um, is that is that something that's been in effect for a long time? The do not travel is is Russia always a do not travel place for Americans? I don't believe it's always do not travel. I mean, I, I can't tell you for certain because I was just looking it up yesterday. But the State Department has a, a, a series of levels of, of warning, you know, from like one to four, and then do not travel is obviously the most extreme. Um, I don't know whether it was before January of, uh, of this year. Obviously, after the invasion of Ukraine, it was not only do not travel, but get out. Yeah. Well, she the, the invasion of Ukraine had not happened yet when she traveled there, but there was already a do not travel. That's why I wondered if this was a relatively recent uh, um, declaration or whether it's been do not travel just 
in general. It's been that way. As far as you know, that's not well, the case. Well, don't quote me on this, but I think what happened is that there were rumors and there was a lot of uh, uh, talk and intelligence out there about possible Russian action in, in that area. And then they put out the do not travel in response to that, because I had certainly been reading in the press and I'd been hearing people talking about the Russians moving into Ukraine. It was speculation back then, but that might have been a motivation for the State Department to say, look, if you're thinking of traveling, maybe don't right now. now you were working in the State Department when Daniel Pearl was killed by terrorists in Pakistan. Um, there were demands made by terrorists to get him free, and they weren't met. Uh, and he died. He was beheaded, as far if I remember correctly. Could his life have been saved by meeting their demands? What would have been the ramifications of meeting those demands? Yeah, that was an awful case. Um, you know, he he was uh, came from my hometown um, in, in New Jersey, and he was friends with people I knew at the embassy. Um, as, as I understand it, you know, the the group that was holding him was asking for the release of all kinds of really dangerous terrorists. Uh, they wanted to stop the sale of, of F-16s and weapons to the Pakistanis. So it was things that we just never could have done. Um, in, in, we just couldn't have met their, their demands. And I, I think it would have been a mistake even to, to try. Now, there were many other things going on at the time to try to get him released. I mean, it's not like Uncle Sam was just kind of putting down his hands and not, not bothering. Um, but in terms of negotiating with that group, um, that, that wasn't going to happen, and it would have been a terrible idea. Yeah, and and uh, it's kind of a tough thing if it's someone you know or if it's you personally, uh, if it's your family, you think that everything possible should be done to prevent somebody from suffering the fate that uh, that this guy did, but um, it, you're you're you can't you can't appease everybody and bring this guy home, and especially uh, to to do uh, favors for yourself politically, and then make things much worse for lots of other people in the future, right? Well, yeah, unfortunately, at, at certain times, you, you have to make decisions that are, are painful. I mean, just my favorite example is always the, the Civil War, when you had General McClellan, who was beloved by his troops because he, he would never put them into battle. And then the guy that was able to win the war for Lincoln was Grant, who was, yeah. uh, was tough enough to realize that if you want to win battles, you, you have to risk the lives of your men. Now, the analogy here is that uh, if, if you are in a situation like this, you, you've got to make sometimes very difficult decisions. And like I said, if it was me, I would say, do everything. You know, pay them anything. I want to get out. Um, but if you're, if you're the president of, of the United States or of any other sovereign country, you really have to think through the ramifications. And I'm sure they are. I don't think they're doing this lightly, um, but it, it's, it's a, a dangerous gamble. Well, Biden was in office uh, as the VP when Bo Bergdahl was uh, negotiated for the um, the deserter. What what um, what what did you learn from that? I got I got about well, thirty I seconds. Hope, I guess I didn't know I was up against it here. I, I hope he remembers, um, but I think what he should have learned was that uh, it, it maybe wasn't a great trade. Um, the Taliban got four of their own back, and and they ended up back in five of them. They got total, and four of them ended up in government. Hey, I really appreciate you coming on. I'm out of time, Simon. Uh, you can find the piece at thedailysignal.com. Thank you. It's a pleasure talking to you. Okay, Simon Hankinson uh, is, uh, was our guest. We'll be right back. It's no secret, America. We've been let down. Inflation is taking its toll in the grocery stores, the products we buy, and the pain of every visit to the gas pump. At Upside, we're fighting back with our free app that pays you back serious money on every tank of gas or diesel, up to 25 cents per gallon, just for using the Upside app, no strings attached. Upside users have already been paid back a total of more than $250 million. With inflation and the soaring price of gas, it's easy to feel like you're losing control. But with Upside's free app, you can start putting money back in your wallet with every gallon. Whenever you want, cash out with PayPal, an e-gift card, or transfer the money directly into your bank account. 
Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an additional 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first fill-up. That's promo code S-A-L-E-M. Remember, use promo code SALEM when you download the free Upside app and get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank of gas. Cash back not available in gas in New Jersey. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Yeah, so you're going to be hearing a lot about uh, Brittany Griner and, and the, you know, the feeling is that uh, not enough is being done. And then you listen to a guy uh, like we just had on, um, and he worked in the State Department. He knows how this works, and uh, it's just not that simple. And she... Uh, is someone who thinks America is a terrible place, doesn't want to hear the national anthem played before games. Uh, I'm sure she's, she's a black woman. She's gay. So she thinks she's been oppressed under her entire life and is, uh, and, and is continuing to be oppressed. People who feel that way about the United States need to, every once in a while, travel to places like Russia or even Japan, which is where I was, uh, you know, when I told you that, uh, when I was talking to the guest there that um, that what they told us and there was no fooling around and it at home it should have and uh, as far as I know nobody from our traveling party when I went to Tokyo with the Steelers was detained and uh, and I'm sure that the Steelers uh, coaches and front office people they told the players what was up hey you don't bring anything over here with you and. Uh, so, if you, first of all, I have no interest in traveling anywhere ever again because of the way the airports are right now. So there's no chance of me ever going to someplace. I don't, I don't want to fly to Atlanta, much less Moscow. But I don't know why anybody would want to travel to any of those places right now. She was making good money, though. But I think she might be there for a long time. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by ServiceMaster of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow fan. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.